Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifer, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. So, week, whatever we are in lockdown, what is happening? You know, it is literally like Groundhog Day. I've restarted Desperate Housewives, absolutely loving it. I think it's all about nostalgia. I think everyone just wants to be a bit nostalgic now because we've got into this way of life. We're quite comfortable. I said this last night that I'm a bit scared for what's going to happen when this is all over. But I think we're quite comfortable and I think we like nostalgia and I think we just need that little bit of a sense of belonging because, yes, you check in with your friends, but you haven't really got anything new to say. You talk about, oh, do you remember when this person did that? Do you remember when this person did that? Because... You can't talk about your jobs because that's not really going anywhere. You're not developing new relationships. You're not really arguing because you've got nothing to argue over. Everything's very samey. So I think what's now happening is that people are getting very nostalgic. And obviously, I like to start this podcast with a question. So my question this week for you to get involved with is, what is your favourite memory Tell me on Twitter or Instagram, at Johnny Seifert, what's that memory you treasure the most? And it can be the most mundane thing. It could be you helping someone. It could be a conversation you had. It could be someone you met. It could be something that you ate once upon a time. Anything nostalgic that meant something to you, let me know, at Johnny Seifert on Twitter and Instagram. And let's just go back in time, because there's nothing better than nostalgia. time to talk about this week's guest now i came across this podcast called the talk 20s podcast and it's with gabby mendez she turned 25 yesterday massive happy birthday to her and i thought it was literally the perfect time to really reflect on the 20s i'm 27 i'm nearly 28 obviously that means i'm nearly 30 so i'm starting to look back at this decade and also being 27 it is the most important 10 years of my life that right now i'm living when I was 17, that's when it defined me. That's when I started shaping who I was going to be. And until now, I've been building up to that. Being at school, going to university, and then in life. And same with relationships. So I thought it was a really good time to reflect on it. First of all, hello, Gabby. Happy birthday. And welcome to Security and Secure. Thank you very much. Such a pleasure to be on your podcast. I absolutely love it. I'm, a, I'm an avid listener, so it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you. That's really kind of That's really kind of you. And I'm a fan of your podcast, but I want to know why you started your podcast, because you're only 25 and a day. 
And therefore, <laughs> you've only done five years, only half of this decade that you're living in right now. Well, the reason I started it was because I took a very difficult route in my early 20s. So um, I went to university, I studied education studies, it wasn't the kind of course that taught you how to be a teacher, more of a critical analysis of what learning is and all that kind of stuff. My whole family were like, just go and do, go and be a teacher when you graduate, go and be a teacher, you're good at that, you'll be great at that. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Truth was, I really didn't. And I really struggled getting in my last year of university because I started experiencing real anxiety about graduating. I was like, what, what is it that I'm going to do with my life? I know I'm here to do something purposeful, meaningful. What is it that I'm here to do? And, and, and teaching just didn't feel right, but I didn't know what else I wanted to do. So I ended up doing my teacher training. And, and if I'm honest with you, it was a really difficult time of my life. I really, really struggled. And it wasn't that I was bad doing the job at all. I just knew it wasn't what I myself wanted to do. And, and, and it was difficult to even put it into words now, how that, how that feeling felt. But I just knew that it wasn't right what I was doing. So after two years, I, la I left teaching. And I thought, where am I going to take myself? I ended up in the world of events. I took a big pay cut from teaching to navigate a career change into the world of events. And now I've worked myself up to work for an events company. And I really love what I do. I love my job now. But I was in a very, very dark place at the beginning of my 20s. I've moved to a new location. I've moved to the Northwest. I'm originally from Gloucestershire. And I had not tons of friends, didn't have an opportunity to meet loads of people. And I kind of, in the course of my five years, like you say, um, I have managed to kind of turn my life around and I found a career that I love doing now. I've started my business, Talk 20s, and obviously the podcast comes with that. And I wanted to really inspire other people that if you don't feel like you're going in the right direction right now, you can change it in a year. All you have to do is to want to do it and to be prepared to make that change and to be committed to doing that. And you don't have to settle for something that isn't right for you. And I think it's really interesting, especially now, whilst we are still during the COVID-19 pandemic, that a lot of people have been furloughed and a lot of people are trying to find out their purpose because they're getting paid by their job still, but they're waking mm -hmm. up and not really having anything to do but their one walk a day. And this is the mm -hmm. time where you shouldn't be thinking about money. And I think also, in general, is not to always think financially, how is this benefiting me? But what does this yeah. benefit me personally? What have you learned about yourself on the journey since you started the Talk 20s podcast and business? I've learned so much about myself. I think the main thing is to follow your gut, to not care what other people think. I think it's really difficult in your 20s. You're so bothered about what other people think about you. And this can have such an impact on the decisions that you make because you're worried what other people think. You know, I'm not going to leave my job because I'm, I'm worried what my parents will think. I'm not going to, you know, wear that outfit because I'm worried what my friends will think. Who cares what they think? Do what makes you feel happy. And I think that's what I've kind of, the journey that I've taken on because when I first started Talk 20s, I was really nervous about it. I was nervous putting myself out there. I was nervous being like the, the face of the brand and everything and, and putting myself on this podcast. And time's gone on. I thought, you know what? I'm doing this for, for the reasons that I want to help other people. I want to make them make the best of their lives. Who could possibly have something bad to say about that? And ever since I've kind of taken that approach, I feel like my life has turned around for the better because I'm less concerned about, you know, what others think really. So let's go back to when you were 20 years old, five years ago. What did you want to achieve by the time you were 30 within the next 10 years? And how are you doing halfway through at 25 years old now? Oh, that's a really good question. I think a lot of it is down to when you're in school, you have this kind of aspiration that you're going to ace your grades, you're going to do really well in your exams, 
you're going to get a steady job, you're going to work your way up and it's a linear process and you're going to become this and this and this, you're going to get manager and this and that. And life doesn't really work out like that. You're going to be thrown some kind of curveballs and you're going to make different decisions that are going to take your life in different directions. And I think for me, I kind of looked at uh, that I wanted to be a 30-something that was, you know, I wanted to be a manager of this and I wanted to have 2.5 children and I wanted to be married and all this kind of stuff. And I had this kind of vision of how I wanted my life to go when I was 30. And the truth is, I don't really think that that is the goal anymore. I think the person I want to be when I am 30 is someone who is a leader, who is inspiring others. And as long as I'm doing those two things, I'm going to be happy. And I know that. And I, yeah, there's a lot of things to be said about being a manager or having children or being married or something like that. But I think the most important thing about, you know, where I want to be when I'm 30 is happy within myself and feeling fulfilled in whatever it is I choose to do for my career. I think that's changed over time. And, and when I was 20, my vision of what I wanted 30 to look like is probably a lot different to, to, be, to me right now at 25. I've always been a person with a lot of ideas and a lot of innovation. And I think you just have to go after your dreams. No dream is too big. You can achieve it if you put your mind to it and if you put all the things in action that you do to achieve it. And I think now when I flash forward 10 years, am I achieving what I hope my dreams would be? Probably, yeah. Like I'm putting myself out there. Podcast is growing day by day. I'm getting some great guests on there. And, I've, and the most important thing is I'm getting people messaging saying, I've listened to this episode and it's completely changed my mindset on uh, buying a house or it's completely changed my mindset on changing career or it's completely changed my mindset on body positivity and that is the only thing I could have wished for at 15 years old that I was helping other people and in a way obviously I went into teacher training when I graduated and in a way I kind of feel like I still am teaching but through a method that feels really fulfilling to me focusing so much on like math English and science is obviously great but I think what schools don't do enough is cultivate and reward creativity and innovation. Kids have such great ideas. And, and I saw that many times when, when I was working in a school. And I think because the education system was designed in the early 1900s to cater for children who were then going to go and work in factories from a really young age. And it was to basically bring them up to speed and prepare them for working in the factories. And so it was obviously very linear, the process. They all sat at desks, they all sat exams, and then they went off and prepared them for the world of work. But obviously, the world looks entirely different right now, but the education system is near on the same, you know? We need to encourage innovation in children. I mean, when you look at the most successful people in the world, Steve Jobs or Adele, you know, she was innovative in her 20s. She was, she wrote music and, and that's what brought her success, not what she got her GCSEs. Rewarding creativity and telling kids that it's good to be creative and it's good to think of new ideas, it should, it should be a necessity in school. It's interesting you say something like that because we saw when she had her album out when she was 19 years old, obviously, because the album was called 19. 19. And we've seen things like Ed Sheeran busking on the streets in Covent Garden. That They're really going through it and they don't care about money and they built their way up the problem we've now got is that we all think we're overnight successes so instagram being an instagram influencer is one thing and now yeah. tiktok only really since life in lockdown started tiktok's massively taken off i'd yeah. say and now everyone thinks they're a tiktok sensation and the more tiktoks you do the bigger you are and it doesn't mean necessarily that you're doing good tiktoks or you're being different it just means you're copying other people you've got the time on your hands yes you're getting a massive following but 
as it stands, no brands are taking that into consideration. Now, it gives you skills into editing. It makes it that there's smokes and mirrors that, that you think you're famous, but as soon as you step out that door and you put your TikTok down, you're not anything. And I think this is the only problem I've got with TikTok and with social media is that, as you said, people have started out and they have been innovative when they're younger, but now everyone thinks they can do it. Everyone thinks they can be famous. Everyone thinks they deserve to be famous. And that's where my problem lies. I don't know if we blame the education system, if we blame university, because we can't put all the blame on social media. But there is a change in the way from 10 years ago when Ed and Adele were starting out to where we are now. The reason that those kids, like you say, are using TikTok is because their why for doing it is because they want to be famous. It's because they want to be rich. And I think if, if that's your goal, if your goal is to be famous and if your goal is to be rich, that ain't ever going to happen for you. If your why is, you know, something more meaningful, you want to help others, you want to make a change in the world, you want to share your music like Adele and Ed Sheeran did, then that's going to see the test of time, not if you're doing it just for fame and just for money. And where do you sit on the fence about these type of people? Because you're doing a podcast that is trying to inspire and change the world we think. Same as me. I'm trying to open up that conversation about mental health and about life. A lot of reality stars are now doing podcasts as well. And they think they're, just because they've done Love Island, they justify being given a podcast. Where do you sit on reality stars in general trying to change the world? I think they're human, just like you and me. So I think, you know, that if they're going to share their ideas and they've got a massive audience in order to do so, if they're sharing something that is benefiting others, like, I'm all for it. I know a lot of, obviously, like you mentioned, a lot of reality stars are starting podcasts. And, and some of them I, I listen to myself because I do watch a lot of reality TV. And I think that what's great about them is because they have lived a normal life before. They have come to fame in their lifetime. And I think that, you know, if they're now using their platform for something good um, and something that they want to share that's going to, you know, help other people's lives, then I'm all for it. I think they should definitely do it. But if they're doing it just for fame, for, for advertising companies and things like that, then I, I think it's difficult. I think it comes back down to that reason why you do something. And let's talk about university because I think that a lot of people listening to this podcast and to your podcast are of an age where they're trying to be inspired and they might be going through that weird change right now. For example, their exams aren't happening. They don't really know where they are. How is life for you post-university? Because I remember for me, it was really hard to know where to go next. I had a first class honours. I'd had two student radio nominations. But I didn't know where to go. And it was really hard to know where to go next. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I was very much the same. I had a first class degree, but it was in education. And I was like, I don't want to be a teacher. You know, that's a, that's a problem. And most of my course wanted to go and be teachers. But a lot of my course taught me that there's a lot of things wrong with the education system right now. And I think when I then did actually go and do my teacher training, all I could see were the problems with the education system. I actually, the actual teaching of the children, I loved. I loved, you know, um, helping them every single day, helping them learn. But the bureaucracy and the paperwork behind it was just crazy. I think for me, though, would I go back and change that decision that I made? Probably not, because I came up with the idea for Talk 20s 
whilst in that struggling period, whilst in that really low point, I was like, there needs to be something out there to support 20-somethings through this difficult time. There needs to be something. And originally, it was an idea I wanted to do an event. And obviously, since coronavirus has happened, that event hasn't gone ahead. But I'm doing it in other ways, through the website, through the podcast, and lots of other ways. So sometimes your most difficult places can lead you to the most beautiful destinations. And you have to kind of believe that. So I think it's about making a step and then realizing if it's not for you, that it's okay to change. It's okay to move in a different direction. And you don't owe it to anyone. You don't owe it to your parents. You don't owe it to your you know, your friends, you don't, you don't owe it to your employers, you have to do what's right for you. It's okay to career change if the first thing you step into isn't what you really want to do. You can always navigate somewhere else. I love that. I love that. Now, it is called the Talk 20s podcast. Let's say in 10 years' time, you decide to bring out the Talk 30s podcast. What do you think would it feature on that podcast? My desire is to help people find what it is that they want to do next in their lives. And to be honest, a lot of people in their 30s do listen to my podcast. You know, they're at different points in their lives. And, you know, there's, you know, there's lots that go on in every decade. I think it would be a little bit different. People in their 30s, they tend to have done, you know, almost a decade in a career, or they have got married, or they have children. So I think it was probably more balancing your work-life balance which I think maybe in lockdown, people have come to appreciate how important a work-life balance is. I guess that's the future for five years' time. And where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? I would love to be a public speaker. I would love to speak at events. I would love to have events to inspire people. Um, I'd love to have thousands of episodes of my podcast. <laughs> no, but I, I think like I, I want to be known for supporting people in their 20s. And, you know, you get all this support when you're in school, you go through primary, you go through secondary, you, or sometimes you then go out into the big wide world or if you go to university and then you're kind of dumped and here's the big wide world. And what I want to do is help those people when you get to that big point, what direction do I go in next? Where's my journey? Where, where am I taking my life? And final question for you, Gabby. If there was one episode of your podcast that everyone should be listening to, which one would it be? Actually, this is a very easy answer. Um, Manifestation with Rachel Ross Smith. It's my latest one that just came out on Monday. Um, It's a one to listen to, and it is all about setting goals, finding your drive and your passion and your dreams, and just going for it. So I would definitely listen to the latest episode. been listening to security and secure with me johnny c if you like we had please do rate the podcast and subscribe to it i really do want your help to get it up the mental health chart on itunes so give it a five star rating do it right now as you're listening go on to itunes you're on it anyway you're on the podcast app click the five stars and then we'll ask you to leave a comment leave a comment there and put your name in okay you done that okay yeah cool okay and then what i want you to do is press submit it really is important that you help spread the word. And then I want you to tweet it. And I want you to Instagram it. And I want you to tell me that you've listened to this podcast. Because this has been an amazing podcast with Gabby Mendez. It's really important that we reflect on life. And as I said to you, it's really important that we are a bit nostalgic. That we do look for a little bit of happiness. Because life is just not very good at the moment. It's lonely. It's boring. It's monotonous. It's like Groundhog Day. So anything that we can do to just make ourselves smile, 
Let's do it. Let's be nostalgic. And listen to Gabby's podcast. The Talk 20s podcast is a fantastic podcast that I really urge you to listen to this week alongside Securities Care. I've been Johnny Seaford. Until next week, thank you and goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.